Hey, what's up, everyone? Today is Friday, April 28th, 2023. You are tuned in to the Midwest Super Pixel Pros live on GFBS from the Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I'm Dale, joined alongside Paul. What's up? Yo! Right, ready for the end of the week? I, I feel bad because I would only have one Elda. <laughs> one one right Elda now. to distribute. You, you ran out after last week. Yeah. You caused a paper shortage from all those L's you're checking around. Yeah, I think everybody got paper cuts from them. So, no. Yeah, we had a had emergency trip to the ER. Like, yeah, it's going around. Case of the L's. <laughs> Where is my? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh gosh. So we'll make sure to give a so just just a duo show here. Uh, no, Katie in today. We wish her the best. She has a huge week going on this week. So we continue to send our well wishes out to her. Wish her. Give her nothing but love and shout outs this week. I was going to try and get Derek in, but he's got a lot going on this week, too. So, this will be a quick part, just a quick show here. We're going to do a little retro roulette here. We'll explain that in a little bit. But before we get there, just want to say many thanks for joining us today. You want to hear what you have to say in the live chat there? Join the live chat and uh, participate in the discussion in the chat rooms on our GFBS social media channels on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Or just call or text in 701-213-0863. If you're watching the video version of the show, I got that number there in the background. So we want to hear what you guys have to say. It's always good interacting. I know we'll give a shout out to uh, Mary Stewart. She was awesome. She had a blast uh, a couple weeks ago on the Jeopardy. She was just yeah. playing along right with us. That was awesome. Yeah, I, we, I, I agree with her. We should do uh, more of a trivia show. Yeah, that's, I, those are always fun. We need to get those in the rotation a little bit more. I think it was like... About a year or so back, we did Family Feud, and that was a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah, those the trivia is a nice way to mix it up. And you know, it's like uh, I think John too. Like before the show, he's like, "Dale, I don't know how to play these video games." I'm like, "John, this is Jeopardy, and it's multiple choice. This will be." And then he was, and then he had he had bragging rights at the end of the show. Yep, yep, yeah, he nailed it. I'm, I mean. He wasn't fast on the buttons, but he knew the answers, so <laughs> yep. give him that. Yeah, yeah, he, he had our number that day. Rematch, rematch. <laughs> but uh, I guess before we get going along here with our first games of the day here, we're going to give a shout-out to our friends at Northwest Tire. They're looking to hire a front-counter salesperson where they get to work with customers, writing up work orders, deal with selling tires and taking up inventory. Pay does depend on experience, and they got all kinds of great benefits at Northwest Tire, like PTO, health insurance, 401k, and so much more. If you're interested, give Chad Hoff a call at 701-780-8473 or apply online, nwtire.com. And right now, through the end of the month, just a few more days left, they got some killer promotions going on in Northwest Tire. If you get Bridgestone Tires, you get a $70 instant rebate. Or if you get Firestone Tires, Firestone Tires, you get a $60 instant rebate. And best of all, if you use your Northwest Tire credit card, you get $30 when using that Northwest credit card. So all going on through the end of the month, Northwest Tire located on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks. You know, and you'd also get to work with Chad Hoff. Yeah. Which he's an amazing guy to be around. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like one of the happiest, funniest yeah. people I've, I've, I've ever met. Chad is Nothing but awesome. I could yeah. vouch for that, too. I got to work with him, filling in at the racetrack, doing some interviews, and he helped me so much, just kind of giving me pointers and tips like that, just being very welcoming to just novice to the racing like myself there yeah, last if, year. If you, if you think your job is depressing, go over and get with Chad Hoff because he will brighten your day mm-hmm. like within five minutes of just meeting yeah. him. Yeah, Chad yeah, is Chad is awesome. Yeah. So. Shout out to Chad. Give him yeah. the applause. Yes. All right. So... The theme for the day is retro roulette. Now, we kind of visited this a couple times in the past, I think, when 
the Nintendo Switch launched its Game Boy channel a few months ago. We just did a couple random games on the Game Boy channel. Uh, and if you have your Nintendo Switch online subscription, I think it's real cheap. I just renewed mine, too. It's only like 20 maybe 25 bucks a year, you get access to uh, about, I want to say, combine about 120 to 140 games on the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy. And if you upgrade it to, like, the Nintendo Switch Expansion Pass subscription, which is, well, it's 50 bucks a year. I don't got that tier. Then you also get Game Boy Advance games, Genesis games, and Nintendo 64 games. And you factor all those, and you're looking at close to 200 games ready to play, and you can have save states and all that. We've, we've played a few of them on a few occasions over the show, but I figure we just play a few random games in each of our game segments today. Just Let's just get retro today. I'm, I'm, and after last week, I thought it would be... You made a really good point, I thought, uh, last week, Paul, about, you know, let's... As much as I like the new games and seeing how games expand and evolve when Chris Brown and God of War, just seeing, you know, I love hack and slashing, but sometimes that open world, it could be, it could be a bit much to take in. Let's just, let's just play some good old fashioned games, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was one of my complaints about, you know, those old games is that it, there's just too many menus, too many yeah. things to go through. Right to the uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me just hit play and go. Yeah. So yeah. I was bummed though, because I did have to take a call and I missed out on like, playing god of war oh kind of, yeah i look back and i was like god ah, you know that looks it was so fun and yeah, I, it, I had to take a phone call and i missed out because it seemed like once we got into the i mean those those cutscenes and all that looked just phenomenal with the P, power of the ps5 but yeah, once it looked like he got in the the core gameplay there last week was it like that dog sledding and all that and the button mashing prompts they're like like oh this looks like your tried and true god of war experience you know and uh, i was thinking about it later on after the show too uh because we you know brought up the question of Xbox or PlayStation and PlayStation if somebody gets a PlayStation I'm pretty sure that they are literally buying that for a gaming platform like mm. that's the only thing that they're buying it for like Xbox has all the apps that you can watch streaming services on and all that oh, kind of I stuff. I mean, to be fair, PlayStation has a lot of those same streaming apps too. Yeah, I, I'm sure they do, but I think if somebody is actually going to buy an Xbox, they're using it, you know, for those things. But if somebody's buying a PlayStation, they're buying it for the games, well, not, I yeah. not those things. Yeah, the PlayStation does have the advantage for sure for more exclusive uh, kind of marquee games that are you can only get on PlayStation, like your God of Wars and your Ratchet and Clanks and uh, uh, so many others. Microsoft, it's been in the news like since the last several years, they've been off the mark on. Uh, they've actually acquired a lot of studios to build up their first party exclusive games on the Xbox portfolio, but they want to make sure they get these games done right because in the Xbox One era, they canceled a lot of games and they rushed out a lot of them that were met. For with some exceptions, most a lot of those exclusives were met with like middling to poor reviews. So they want to make sure to get it right. So a lot of the games are unfortunately been getting delayed. They got a lot of games in the works, and whenever they hit, I think they're all going to hit at once in like one or two years instead of spreading them out. So it's been I, I see where you're coming from with a lot of people using Xbox. I can see for gaming, but also a lot more for like just streaming services like YouTube, Netflix, and all that, all those kind of things too. Yeah, and I think Xbox actually has uh, more of a processing power. Than the PlayStation, as far as my understanding, I believe so. Well, yeah, they got two Xbox versions. I think they got the Series S and the Series X. If I remember right, I don't got the stats sheet in front of me. I believe the Series X is more powerful than the PS5, like, but by barely, but not like a significant difference. And, the, and I'm not gonna lie, that PS5 looked wicked cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, it, it, it looked so cool. I mean, totally impractical, but yeah. When we saw those cutscenes, cool. that big what was it that big dragon wolf or something? And yeah, yeah, I was watching a few bits. No, of I'm sh- not talking about the unit itself. Oh, that's, you know, like oh, that, the, oh, the yeah, actual the Xbox, system. Yeah, the yeah. Xbox. You know, yeah, like we it's talked just a about fridge. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's just but the the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, he had he, you can get those like different skins on it and stuff. And it, I mean, it was futuristic looking, yeah. very sleek. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because you got the uh, Xbox that just decided to make a brick, mm-hmm. and PlayStation went for like this super fancy, des- like futuristic design and all that kind of stuff. Well, I want to say I I vaguely remember quotes from Xbox and Microsoft representatives saying like, "Yeah, you know, hey, it is what it is, but we wanted to make sure we get as much processing power as we can in here." And when it comes down to it, more more and more people are buying digital games anyway, so we see people just putting this behind their TV and not really looking at it. <laughs> that, that's a very good point because it looks a lot like my modem at home. Yeah. And I had that thing sitting on my fireplace forever, and I finally got tired of looking at the... The flashing know, lights. The and... flashing lights, so I just threw it behind there. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, so, I've, I've heard a few people on other various, uh, I want to say podcasts over the years since the Series X has been out. I'm like, yeah, that thing's so huge. I just, I just kind of put it behind my TV because I don't want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, but that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it should be. You, mm-hmm. I mean, why even look at it? So yeah. anyway, where, where are we going now? Uh, well, I'm ready to boot up the game here when, when you are, Paul. So we got uh, the Switch here. We're going to be playing some Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy games. So, Paul, what retro are you feeling today? Game Boy, Super Nintendo, or Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Good choice. All right, so we got this, and actually, I update, made sure these were up to date before we started the show. Um, uh, we got, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think all the systems added, like, a couple games since we last uh, played here. So. Even looking at that controller brings back memories. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that, oh my gosh, so I'm just going to scroll down here. I know we've played a couple on the show before. Baseball Simulator is like a fun arcade baseball game. Then we got some awesome side-scrolling brawlers. Just let me if something catches your eye here. Wait, I, Rival go, Turf is a good brawler. Just no, go, go down because this is one of the, the revolutionary games mm-hmm. that Super Nintendo had, and that would be Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country. Uh, yep. I see two and three. I'm not sure if one's probably got to be on here somewhere. You want? Oh, yeah, there. You want to do Donkey Kong Country 1? Yeah. Well, yeah right. Let's do it. Because right. this, this was like the first like kind of 3D graphics game that ever came out on the super nintendo i remember the the game back then the main way to get your gaming media at the time was uh, i mean i think in the super nintendo scene at the end of the super nintendo scene like 95 96 uh that was when the very early era of websites were just starting to come out but it still was a dominant but so the main marketing media at the time was magazines and the my, i remember the magazines hyping up because people couldn't see on the video stream now these these revolutionary uh, 2d graphics because they they have the look of 3d generated like toy story like visuals because toy story just hit that the same i think a year before the pr- first previews for toy story were hitting right around donkey kong country looked and they're like hey this is right up there with toy story i mean this blew everything away from your old standard mario games uh, at, at the time for 2d visuals this yeah. got so much hype i remember at the time yeah it was yeah it was revolutionary and you're saying like toy story like with the original Toy Story. Woody and yep. Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, the ori- that, that's that old? Yeah, the original Toy Story Holy came out, cow. if I remember right, Christmas, uh, around Christmas season of 95. And this came out Christmas season of 94. But I remember like the first trailers or previews or screenshots were sh- coming out with the Toy Story. It was just blowing everyone away. Of, and uh, af- after looking at this too, uh, uh, I'm thinking Clay Fighters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clay, Clay Fighter is another big one too. Yep. 
we, we played that on them when we on when we did that Genesis special of the show, and I mean the game's a, a marvel to look at, but unfortunately it plays kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is cool to see like the transition of how they uh, did the different graphics, mm-hmm. and they started to really kind of bigger and better. Yeah, I forget the, the terminology for the graphics at the time. I know there was Super FX chip. This is not Super FX chip. This is oh, let me see how I can skip this here. It's kind of going through the whole. Is it just start? Okay, there we go. Select a game. Oh, I didn't think it was connected. I, oh no, yeah, it was it? Well, the switch has a weird. It says calling a select and start. They just do minus and well, plus. Well, it doesn't have a little light on that shows you that the. Oh, oh yeah, it's right down. It's, oh. it's so t- they got to make everything so tiny now. It's so <laughs> so. Oh yeah, we can do two player team. Uh, well, we just do one player here and, and let you go to town here. So we'll start it up here for Paul. And I will do some commentary here. So you you played this. This is your world map. So people familiar with your Mario worlds, it looks like you got your Donkey Kong Country, your same style overworld map, taking you from level to level. So I want you, you've you've played this in before, Paul, the original Donkey Kong Country. Oh, I I, I beat this game. Oh, you did? Okay, nice. Like all three of them. Oh wow, all Super Nintendo ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, this game was huge. All right, you kidding me? I, I I can't remember how to play it now, but I do remember. We will learn it. on the fly. We will learn on the fly. Oh, that's right. And you got Diddy Kong because if you die, then uh, yeah. So if you yeah, if you take oh. a hit, hit as Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong di- perishes, goes away. Where did the, where'd the balloon go? I did not see where the balloon went. There was a balloon there. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. This introduced Diddy Kong. I remember this is his debut. And just a revolutionary character that's been around in many Nintendo games over the years since. And yeah. I think the oh, I was going to say the bananas are like coins on Sonic, but apparently they aren't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it's. I want to say it's more like Mario. If you get, if I remember right, a hundred bananas, you gain an extra life. Is that what it is? Yep. And uh, yeah. The, the graphics just blew me away at the time for this. And I remember, too, yeah, it was kind of like Diddy Kong. Ima- imagine him as like your uh, your mushroom power-up in Mario Brothers. Uh, if you So if you get hit and you lose a life as Donkey Kong, this is like... Oh, tri- shit! Tri- I, see, I missed it again! Did you see it? Oh, no. Yeah, uh, there was Don- the balloon. So is it. that like an extra life? or I don't know what it is, but I missed I, it I, again. I, I know I did see the K. There's the four letters K-O-N-G. I don't think you need those to beat the level, but you get like a bonus for your completion percentage, right? If you get all four letters for Kong. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I remember I, the enemies. I, I can't remember how to play this Gosh. game at all. This, I'm sure you get a couple, a quick practice run or so too. Yeah, you got the Diddy Kong cartwheel there. You're using to knock out some enemies. And I remember jumping in barrels to like, if you time the barrel jumps, you can get some really uh, meticulous looking connections between all the barrel jumping to get to secret areas. Uh-oh. Because these games are just full of secrets, if I remember right. Yeah, that was one of the things that was so fun about this is that you'd have to like constantly find. You know, like that balloon that I missed mm-hmm. uh, that did something I, remember, I, I the, won't find out about. I remember the later levels. Oh, yeah. I was going oh, yeah. to mention here, too. These games were renowned for having these animal riding segments where I don't know if you're totally invincible, but yeah, you can get to secret parts of levels like you just got into here. These are like those underground Mario, original Mario Brothers stages where you just load up on extra coins or bananas. and Hey, balloon! There you go. Oh, that's right. Cause the, so how, well, how does that work? You wanted to get so many balloons per stage, oh, I think, and that, will, and that will give oh, you okay. a... There you go. Uh, Kong! Life. Hey, there you go. You got the Kong, all four Kong letters. And what, I mean, we can't hear it in the studio, but the soundtrack to yeah. this was fantastic, too. People on the stream should be able to hear it. I, I tested it. Yeah, with our I mentioned it before with our streaming software, we can't hear the music on our end, but people can hear it on the stream. I love the soundtrack for the Donkey Kong Country games. Big shout out to the composer David w- uh, Wise. He just 
did some phenomenal work. Oh no! And I think he did, did the, the commentary for a lot of the uh, a lot of the Donkey Kong Country games. So, all right, I'm going to pick up where Paul left off here, and uh, actually, I'm going to I'm going to give us a create us a save point <laughs> just for peace of mind here. So I'm going to run around. So I got got it. Right, do a little bounce. I played a little bit because oh yep, that's. So I'm gonna be. I'm probably just as rusty as Paul here. So instead of the cartwheel like Diddy Kong, I do the somersault. I want to get that K, and yeah, I love these rain effects. These just oh come on, oh and I just this game was so ahead of its time. Oh, guess what? We're just gonna take advantage of this uh, software here and load our save point. Yeah. Uh, hammer, yep, Dale Instant Fail. Was that your nickname? Dale Instant Fail, yes. Dale Instant Fail, that's your, is that your gamer tag? My gamer tag, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would actually be a really good gamer tag. Yeah, oh gosh. It's probably taken, yeah, I'm sure it's popular, no one has it, so there we go, got the K. But I actually played a lot of this on Game Boy, uh, Donkey Kong Land, and somehow Nintendo did a great job of porting this onto the Game Boy, and actually beat it. It was one of the first games I beat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, boom, they'll die. <laughs> all right. I'll give it one more shot here, and I'll pass it on to you, Paul, here. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised at how good the Game Boy version went. And then they eventually ported it all. Oh, God. That didn't take long. Load suspend, Dale fail, boom. All right. Playing and talking, very hard, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. They did Game Boy Color versions and eventually Game Boy Advance versions where they got this game to look just as good on the Game Boy Advance as it, as it did on here. You know, it's, uh, those alligators, I mean, they were a huge part of this game. It's funny I think that they're called Kremlings, I want to say. It's kind of surprising that they don't have them in Mario Kart. I know they got Donkey Kong Country and Diddy, uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong in the Mario Kart games, but I don't think they ever added the later games. Uh, pop question Can you remember the subtitles for the other Super Nintendo games? What do you mean? There's three Super Nintendo games. Do you remember the other ones got subtitles and the characters they added for playable characters? Because they replaced Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong in the other Super Nintendo games. Really? Yeah. Because you still had Diddy Kong in the sequel, but Donkey Kong was kidnapped. So I, re- I remember they had like Funky Kong. Yeah, Funky and... Kong, Candy Kong, yep. Cranky Kong, the old man. Do you remember what they said the storyline for Cranky Kong was? No. That... Cranky Kong was the original Donkey Kong from the arcade game, but all grown up and old now, and that the Donkey Kong we're playing as right now, I'm swinging on the vines, is really Donkey Kong Jr., adult now. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I do remember that. So, yeah, that. So yeah, Donkey Kong 2, you're playing as Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong, like I think Diddy Kong's sister. It's pretty weird to, that, you know, you have these video games that actually have, like, stories to them now. Yes. They've been around for so long that, you know, they're actually characters themselves it's, i don't know how to explain that but it's all right and then yeah so that was called dixie kong's uh, or diddy kong's conquest that was the subtitle okay so it's pretty crazy when you have a video game that's been going on for so long that they actually have a family yep a family and your <laughs> donkey kong 64 you remember the donkey kong rap oh my gosh that is icon- it was in the super mario brothers movie actually they worked it in there i was so happy so all right, I'm probably gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't really see that far ahead here. What's? Oh, I think that armadillo went went down. All right, let's do a heroic leap. Nope. 
Oh, okay. Boom, summer. Oh, Uh-oh. Sh- shoot. Oh, shoot, shoot. oh, and we're done. Okay, we're, we're done. What do, we, what do we got next? You want to give a shot from my save point where I left off, Paul? Then we can move. I, I saved not too far before here. You want to give these vines a shot here just for a minute or two here, see sure. what it's like? Sure, and, why uh, not? Because, see, I love, man, these. And Donkey Kong Country 3 was called uh, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble because Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong were both kidnapped, and that introduced Kitty Kong. <laughs> And uh, poor Diddy Kong, he got the shaft in the Super Mario Brothers movie. He just had a very small cameo. Do you remember they like cut to the crowd? He's there cheering Donkey yep. Kong on. Yep. Well, what happened there? Oh, I think that armadillo knocked out Donkey Kong. Yeah, it looks like we're playing in the dark. Oh, I got him back. I got him back. Oh, okay. Oh, that must be what that DK barrel is for. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, like respawn. Oops. No, oh, there went Diddy Kong. But also, yeah, we're we're just doing one player. This could be two player co op, also. So, oh, nice! Oh, oh, oh no! no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, gosh. I'm gonna try one. Oh, it, it started. All right, yeah. Okay, we, let's go to the next thing. We'll do another game here, and then we'll, then we'll probably do a break. But uh, one sec here. So we will go back to. Wow, where's my mouse? There we go. Oh, one sec here. Uh, let me load up Super Nintendo. See what else we got going on here. Gosh, yeah, that was fun. Donkey Kong Country is. Yeah, it's on the Super Nintendo channel, and I think yeah, they made it available on the virtual consoles and so many releases like Game Boy Color, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. So, uh, gosh, Super Mario All Stars. That may be a good one for the back half of the show. Maybe I love that because that the remakes of all th- four original Nintendo Mario games with like 16-bit graphics. Uh, Wild Wild Guns is fun. This is like a very cool little tennis game. Kirby's is always good. Star Fox 2. That's, oh, Star Fox. Star, I love yeah, Star really, Fox. It was so hard to begin with, but after you got it, it was like, this is su- super fun. Star Fox 2 was like finished and not released officially until like three or four years ago. It switches things up a lot. Uh, looks like we got Super Metroid. That's pretty uh, original Mario Kart. Uh, Let's do the original Star Fox. Have we done that yet? I don't think we have. Yeah, let me see here. I know it's in here somewhere. That's, no, I, it's, uh, that, go down. It, it, I just saw it. Yeah, oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, original Star Fox. Yeah, let's do it up. All right. Yeah, start another revolutionary game because yeah. that's where they brought in like the 3D the polygon graphics here. Polygon graph. I th- I feel like we did this before. No, we've never done Star Fox on the show before. Okay, I would have remembered. Yeah, but look at this. This was at the time. I think Tron. I've, I think I've made reference of like in kind of like gaming graphics upgrades over the years. When I first saw these visuals hitting in like '92 or '93, I thought these were butt ugly because I was like, these are just very low texture low-colored polygons. These look awful. I like my Mario. I like these nice, gorgeous-looking uh, pixel art. This just, this just looks like barely connected triangles. I was the same way. I had no uh, idea how far advanced and how quickly uh, uh, these polygons would uh, evolve in just a couple of years on the PlayStation and the Saturn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was the same way with Star Fox. I was like, this looks goofy. But then you start playing it, and you're like, man, this is a lot of fun. Paul, you want to start things off here? And then I'll do oh, after boy, that. I don't know. There's a, but, there's, hey, there's a controls there for you. And you get to pick your control style. and um, Oh, yeah, the roll, boost. Nova Bomb, Blaster. Okay, so just start to yep, go. Start, or plus on the controller, the plus sign. Yep, that, that, you go, it looks like you get a training or just jump right into the game oh, there. Yeah, We got game. this. We're pros. We're pros. But, yeah, I mean, this is uh, literally Tron. It's like going into the original Tron movie from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can pick your planet to start a level on and... I remember I loved the 64 version. One of my favorite memories of the Star Fox series is renting Star Fox 64 at a friend's. We just stayed up all night just beating it. And, uh, yeah. And these games, too, were kind of mind-blowing for, like, yeah, look, this 
just looking at this all these years later, I can now appreciate these style of visuals. And this was all possible with the add-on chip that was available for just only like several Super Nintendo games called the FX chip that made these polygons possible. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the first on consoles. Other games did it too, but this is the first one that kind of took it to this level. Um, so yeah, we're, we got your guy coming out here. You're, you're, was and, it? and the thing that I always liked about this game is it really reminded me of the arcade. Yeah, I can see like like that that old Star Wars arcade game, like flying yeah. through the, uh, um, oh gosh, like through the. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of uh, Darth Vader's ship in uh, in Star Wars now. Well, not even that one, but uh, um, what's the the one that Afterburner looks... maybe? Yeah, Afterburner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy brings back shades of Afterburner, and this has a look of kind of like Star Wars too, like with X wings and not exactly, but I, at a quick so I'm glance. I'm getting hit by stuff, and I don't know how to avoid it. Um, so do you remember your oh, controls? Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay, I'm sure so it takes a little going in here first time after many, many years. It'll probably be a little rusty here, but give it a couple of kind of like Donkey Kong Country. I know after a couple of quick minutes there, you kind of picked it up like it was a 16 bit era again. And this was so difficult when I was a kid. I mean, those look like at ats almost. Just I, I'm already glance. about to die. Uh, I mean, that's all right. Quick. This is your warm up run. Warm up run. There we go. Yeah, it looks like you're trying to go underneath a AT-80. Oh, I, th- I thought that was a power up. Oh, that's all right. That, that was your, your training. You're in training. That was your warm up run. Warm up run. Okay, so there you go, stage one. You just shaking off the uh, the space rust, <laughs> yep. and it's uh, inverted. So oh, that's yeah. good to know. Well, I guess you know for flying games, I could see them making a case for going oh, for oh, default. Oh, I got bullets. I got bullets. Okay, Paul remembered the shoot button. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Apparently that's the thing. And just having that was it that Team Fox McCloud. You got Slippy Toad and Falco O'Hare. Your oh yeah, you got the Toad guy yeah. and saying help me, Fox. Always in trouble. And they, they, they constantly have that chatter, that team chatter on the bottom. I loved that at the time, too. That was kind of a new way for uh, just cinematics and just presentation, taking it to a new level for at, at, at the time. There you go. You got peppy hair at the bottom. Oh, yeah. There you go. Watch your aim, giving points and tips. It's always hard to see what they're saying and play at the same time. But did you play a lot of the sequel, Paul, 64? No, but, but, but one of the things I do remember about this, though, that was so cool, is that, so right now, you know, we're going through, the, what'd, you, the, what'd you call them, polygon? Yeah, polygons. But when you start to get to bosses, mm-hmm. they're like straight up like lawnmower men, where you have like a huge face yeah. that, you know, you're going after and stuff oh, like gosh, that. Oh, gosh, that'd be so cool if we could get to the, see what the first boss looks like. We'll see if I can get there. Yeah, you got this, Paul. Yeah, see, you're already uh, on. No, I'm already about to die. Well, already just on your second point there, after just a few minutes, you're already like five times farther. <laughs> but yeah, and this is this is not slow down with the software. The game you know, was pushing the Super Nintendo to the limit. So the the frame rate, I mean, this is like I say on the low end of acceptable, and probably for the time, I think people were more tolerable of it than you know for. I'm sure younger gamers who would probably be playing it at the first time now will probably be like, this game looks so old and is so slow, but that's kind of part of the charm nowadays when you have the nostalgia goggles on. Oh, I think I got my shield. I don't know what happened. Oh, you got a shield power up? Oh, yep, of course. There's Slippy Toad saying, I'm in trouble. Help me, Fox. Thanks for the save. Oh, yeah, and then you got to make sure you go through the... Uh, the rings there? The rings that... What's that, like a UFO type? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's something I'm supposed to probably kill. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I mean, there were other Polygon games coming out around this time. But uh, this is so three-dimensional mm-hmm. for a Super Nintendo yeah. game. It's crazy. 
And there's a couple of, yeah, I think this is the first boss. Here you go. All right. I'm going to give you the boss music, Paul. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'll cut that out. Oh, oh, shoot. Whoops. Oh, right, that's that, if I win there, dude. Yeah, that's your bot. That's your motivation. Which you got I, this. Which I'm going to hand this guy an L. Yeah, there you go. Hand out those L's, Paul. Get those L papers ready. Oh, man. This is epic. Yeah, it's it's just like you alluded to your for, you foreshadowed it a little earlier. How they're these green filling bosses. Am I even hitting them? Yeah, I, the boss has an enemy bar up. I see you're, he's taking damage. I, it looks like I'd say the boss is at like eighty percent health. You're at full health with your shield, Paul. You're you're rocking it. I remember this being way more difficult. Although I am on the first stage. Yeah, first stage. But did you play this right when it first came out? It must have just been just. Felt like insurmountable odds first time playing this type of it game. Took, it took me so long to finally get into this game because I had such a hard time playing it. And fun fact for people who have the Super Nintendo Classic, we played it on the show about a month, month and a half ago. Uh, Star Fox 2 was first made available on the Super Nintendo Classic. But uh, you had to unlock it by just playing the original Star Fox for just a minute to unlock Star Fox 2. And that game was finished, but Nintendo canceled it at the last minute, even though it was finished, because the PlayStation was out and it had way better polygon visuals than what the Super Nintendo was capable of at the time, so they didn't want the game to look dated compared to the competition. Paul, you almost got it there, down to 10%. You're at about 50% shields. I think you got this in the bag. Oh, yeah, he's going Yeah, down. there he is. Look at that explosion. Oh, yeah. Paul, with the kill, your Star Fox champion, Paul Kronelka. <laughs> Well, and this, look at that. that! Look at that! That was like a Star Fox like Death Star blow and so up. This doesn't even show how fun this game is because once you get into the the advanced levels, then you start getting into like tunnels, yeah. and things like that, where you actually have to pay like attention to where your ship is going so you don't hit the walls. Well, I mean, this does the job of a first level of the game to ease you into it before yeah. moving on to the way more complex uh, stages. Yeah, but once you get into that, I mean, you're literally like Luke Skywalker, mm -hmm. like going through oh, yeah that was awesome this game was so fun when it came out should we do a save point we can maybe pick this up later do you want to do, see what the first minute or so of this second stage is like here yeah we can do the first, yeah, yeah. The first minute or two just see what happens yeah let's see how far it looks like it's a little dark oh man here we go deep dark space you know oh. oh yeah that's right they they change it up on you oh yeah you got like a first person camera here this yeah. is this is reminding me of something like those early star wars arcade games yeah oh man and I think that uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think it's because I got a different pilot. Oh, okay. Or just like maybe a different shipper or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe this is just like a brief uh, kind of like, you know, on the the, the turtle side-scrolling beat-em-ups we play on the show, they'd have like, to kind of give you a breather from all the traditional kick-and-punch brawling levels, they'd give you like those boogie board levels or something like that for a couple of minutes. So maybe, maybe this is that type of stage? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. But you know what's cool about this kind of stuff is that, you know, it's, it's so fun to play and, you know, see these, like, advances and everything. But imagine being somebody that creates these games. Oh, yep, yep. You know, I mean, who... Argonaut Software is the developer here. Uh, yeah, I mean... Dylan I mean, Cuthbert, I mean, big shout out to him. Big yeah, imagine being the guy that's just like, yeah, I, like, that's, that's me. I own that. It's like being an artist. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Yeah, these guys, they... The video game developers, you don't seem to get like the spotlight. There are some, there are some exceptions. Uh, they don't, and they're getting better at recognizing creative directors and designers for games, but they don't get the same type of spotlight that directors and producers do in like movies and TV shows. Oh, well, they should. Yeah, 
I mean, they've been getting better the last like decade or so. They're about getting recognized, and the award their award shows have been getting more prominent uh, uh, availability on like your mainstream streaming services. Like the Game Awards is like a big deal now. Uh, like the last several years, I love watching the Game Awards just because they do a great job at recognizing like top designers and talent, get, putting the showcase on like uh, on them. Yeah, this is a really cool, nice way to mix up the gameplay. Oh, that was the first time I used my uh, super bomb, Nova super bomb. bomb. I forgot I had that. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no! Oh, get the, oh, you just got the ring. All right. Yeah, gosh, this is kind of, also kind of bringing me little memories of Space Harrier a little, a little bit. Well, you know what else is kind of cool too? I mean, I know you got like uh, maybe I'm mistaken on this, but is, is there an upgrade in weapons? So you know, you have like Raiden and stuff where you get like all these huge upgrades. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever upgrade your weapon. I think this is solely based on your flying yeah, it looks ability. Like, looks like yeah, your basic your basic beam sh- shot here, and then you got your Nova bombs that you just fired there. So I want. I never got too far in the original Star Fox. So I can say for sure. I want Star oh, Fox before. Oh, there you go. Well, hey, that was a heck of a run, Paul. I remember that scene very much. Oh, and what a <laughs> what a cinematic death! You went out into the stage of glory here. It looks like uh, one sec here. Uh, I'm going to create a save point, so maybe we could pick this up after the show here one of these days. That was Paul. You killed it, man. Yeah, you just, I mean, you got that initial space rust uh, sh- sh- shaken off there, and then you just dominated that first level like nothing. Yeah, wait till you get to the last level. Yeah. That, game, that game gets ridiculously hard. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. All right, so we will, uh, one sec here. Let me just close that out. And yeah, so, oh, so, so, so yeah, what, what, what did it feel like after those first couple of Super Nintendo games there? You, I think you got, it seems like we're both like, you know, I, I'm like, nope, I can tell you're in the zone. You go to town on Star Fox here. You, that, how did that feel all oh, these years awesome, later? Awesome, awesome. I mean, I haven't played those games forever. They were like the go-tos. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like, I mean, sure, it looks antiquated now, but it still feels as much fun today as it was back then. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, nobody realized, I, you got all these people on Twitch and doing whatever, but you don't realize, like, how many hours we had to put into Donkey Kong, Star Fox, all those stuff when I was, I don't know, 15 years old. Yeah, we got our, I'll put on our, my old man gamer hat here. They call it a term for uh, going to the video game rental stores, weekend rentals. You know, after a week of school, uh, you know, you go to the video game store on a Thursday or Friday, rent your game for the weekend and just play it to your eyes bleed. And hopefully you're able to beat the game when it was, before it was time for Monday to go back to school again. Well, no, it's, it's different in this case because... These new ones, you know, you got like uh, Rocket League and all that kind of stuff and Fortnite. Well, I mean, now I rentals mean, aren't really what, a thing well, anymore. No, but, I, but what I'm saying is that in these games, everybody, they have this like full environment and they keep doing this stuff. But when we were playing these games back in the day, it's not an open environment. It's get past mm-hmm. the stage. Yes. And if you can't get past, past the stage, you start over. Yes. And yeah, we're, we're spoiled like with that, what I just did there, that safe point so we could pick up later. Yeah. 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 That wasn't a thing. Yep. No. Yep. So you got three lives. You better finish the game in those three lives. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, somebody can sit there and play Rocket League on Twitch for nine hours a day, but it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's not like you advance in levels. Maybe you unlock some paint schemes for your car, some logos or something like that, or a yeah. little antenna bopper, but yeah. Yeah, and, and, and even these games where it's like you do advance, it's, it's not advancing in the game. It's just advancing in, like, your avatar's clothing or, you know, something along those lines. Like, get one of these kids that's playing Rocket League 
and give him the original Nintendo Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. See how long their yeah. attention oh span lasts yes. before they before they put the controller down. And when they do, I'm gonna be like, "You're running, you're running." I beat away all crying. of them. Yep. all of them. You. Oh man, yeah, those Ninja Gaiden games. I I played them before, but I was horrible. I I was oh, one of the ones who ran away uh, crying. <laughs> what's the other one? Um. Uh, and they kept up the, those skill challenges for the later Xbox and Xbox 360 versions, yeah. too. What's yeah. one that looks like Astro Boy? Um, Mega Man. Mega Man, yeah. Yeah, go through all the Mega Mans. I was able to beat Mega Man 2 many, many years later, uh, a few years ago. I'm like, I want to beat, at least beat Mega Man 2 because I hear so many good things about it. And it was fun. It was a great time. But I had to, it was on a current Xbox version of the game that, thank God, had save points like or save states and i abused the hell out of those save states or else i there's no way i don't know how you did it with just like three or five lives or whatever i think they had passwords maybe those helped a little bit right the passwords to enter to, to pick up on stages later but you still had three lives no i just owned it yeah you just owned it you crushed yeah, it yeah. yeah i mean every now and then you know you'd, somebody would break out a game genie oh yeah the game genies oh gosh but yeah. but it would be interesting to see like somebody that's like a professional mm. at Rocket League and put him in front of like Ninja Gaiden or something. Yeah, yeah, and see and see how long he lasts before or he or she lasts before they're just like this is like like it's boring. I, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like well, it's not boring. It's that you can't beat the level. Yeah. Oh it's, man. It's it's really fun when you can beat the level. Yeah. Yeah. A place that is not boring that we highly recommend is a shout out to our friends at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. And they're located right across the hall from us in the Grand Cities Mall, open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. And right now, too, it's NBA and NHL playoffs are going on right now. So if you want to catch your games any night of the week there, they got over 30 TVs, ton of big screens, BT, Jake, Scott, and the crew there. They'll take care of you. If you don't see the game on that you want to watch, just ask them. They'll find it and put it on there for you. All kinds of great daily lunch and dinner specials. A ton of uh, uh, lunch specials for like under like seven bucks or so. And then like uh, Friday night, they got a different dinner night of the week. So Friday night tonight or eight dollars any pizza so and their pizzas there are are awesome i know bt was interviewed earlier in the week in grand forks best source promoting some upcoming events they got the kentucky derby party going on this weekend at rumors uh sports bar and grill and that's like their one of their biggest nights of the year where they do all kinds of big specials uh was it mint julep i believe that bt is special drink one of their most uh marquee drinks of the year it's only available at the kentucky derby party and you can place horse bets too one of the few places in town place licensed horse bets all kinds of awesome gaming options like bingo Pigwheel and blackjack pull tabs you name it rumors has it in the grand cities mall open every day from 11 a.m to 2 a.m rumors sports bar and casino right uh just uh, uh mentioning the kentucky derby be sure to check out uh the uh fork sports highway because monty the host of the show is a horse racing guru guru and I know last year he made a lot of money off of the Kentucky Derby. So uh, he'll probably give his picks yeah. for everybody to, to check out. So be sure to check out uh, Fork Sports Highway. Yeah, check out yesterday's episode. Monty had a ton of great uh, just, just recommendations. And I was trying to message Monty while BT was being interviewed. I'm like, oh, he's talking about the Derby party. You got any questions? But by the time he got back to me, the, the interview wrapped up. So yeah. Definitely check out yesterday's Fork Sports Highway. And and also the uh the commentary for the uh the draft. The yeah. NFL draft. 
Yep. So. Uh, yeah, that was cool too. The first round of the NFL draft was going on last night. We we're kind of people in the chat too were real great about updating us with the picks and all that too. And yeah, I just wish it wasn't like well, more recent years to get more TV ad exposure. They they space it out fifteen minutes between picks, so we only got through like just several picks. But so it's not as it used to be five minutes, so you're able to get through a lot more picks. But still, those very first picks of the draft, those are like the standout picks. And we just getting that live, just kind of just live reaction thoughts from it was awesome. Yep. So, yeah, just some cool stuff going on GFBS. And uh, I got a cool image queued up here for this next segment, our discussion segment. Uh, you know, this is kind of like a retro roulette, and this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, uh, what we are talking about earlier here. Uh, I'm calling this uh, Demo Disc... Uh, Gosh, yeah, this is like, remember Demo Disc? That's pretty much the theme of it. So, uh, yeah, the deal with that is <laughs> for demos are still kind of a thing here, So, but Demo Discs. Where, where so, am I, where uh, am oh, I finding this? Yeah, if you go under Sources, go all the way down. I think it's towards the bottom, very, very bottom. Very, very bottom. Oh, there you go. See Demo Disc Collage and Uneyeball it. Yep. You see that eyeball check there a little up to the right? The Demo Disc Collage, yep. Oh, right there. Oh, yep. gotcha. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. There we go. Demo discs. Yeah. <laughs> I looked online trying to find a good, like, spread of demo discs. Um, I wanted to try and get a good spread of, like, a bunch of systems, but uh, ones were, it, it was way more challenging than I thought it would be. But uh, demo discs, just kind of wanted to reflect back on them. Demos are still kind of a thing now, but they're more digital downloads and they they don't really have like a set uh re- release date to them they just kind of come out whenever uh nintendo kind of does them a little bit more often than the other guys but they're just kind of like oh hey a demo's out now they don't really have like a set oh, is this, this these are the ones where you get to play like the first like first level or first like 20 I minutes hated of the game. these you hated these oh my god they would drive me nuts what? because i'd buy one and i'd or, or get one and then i'll just be like now i gotta go get the game that was the point of them yeah, they to, suck. To, to promote the game. Yeah. No, I hated these. No, Paul. No, I hard disagree with that take. Hard disagree. <laughs> no, well, the best thing, the, the demo discs I like were, so I had a ton of the original Xbox, the ones we're seeing here. Original Xbox and Xbox 360, uh, they, for the official Xbox magazine, they'd come with a demo disc as part of your subscription. So for like 25 bucks a year, besides getting the magazine, you, you would get the this demo disc, which would have like, maybe like four to six demos on it on average, uh, usually with newer or recent games. Maybe they'll throw in an older game there too, just as a little extra. Then they'd have like a bunch of videos, like trailers or interviews with developers to keep you informed about the games, about what was coming out. And, and like maybe some other bonuses too. Uh, PlayStation did the same thing for the official PlayStation magazine for PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. Demo discs were just as huge there. And, and like you said, it's like they'd have like the first level of a game or maybe they'd... I le- think this is why I still resident evil oh yeah what do you mean i probably got the demo disc of resident evil and it was like awesome so i couldn't afford to get the game but i liked it so much i wanted it so i went to blockbuster and stole it (laughs) uh i don't know about that paul i don't know if promoting thievery (laughs) i know but that's my point like if it it wasn't for the demo i wouldn't have stolen the demo made you want it so bad (laughs) Exactly. I guess you know we we were all young and dumb at one point. Oh man! But yeah, but I love demo discs too because I mean, on the PlayStation side of things, you had uh, yeah 
the same thing there with the PlayStation magazines. And it'd be like the first level of like an action adventure game or like maybe like the first quarter or first period of a sports game uh, and, and, and things like that. Or like playing a fighting game with just two characters. But that sold me on it. I'd be like, all right, Soul Calibur demo with only two fighters. But I played that so much, even though it only had two fighters, I had so much fun. You know, it, it nudged it to be like, I want all the fighters. I want to go out and buy the game. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I mean, and there's other variants of demos. But then you have to go... Mom, yeah. mom, mom, I really want this game. I'll mow uh, more lawns, I swear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they, they had us. It was promotional material. But uh, I, I was thinking maybe for a future episode, I, I, for a video I was debating on playing, I was like, there's this one, uh, every now and again, there's this one channel that does like, they'll just throw in a random old game demo disc and they'll play a few random demos. Like, oh, first level, oh, I forgot about this game. And oh, gosh, this game, I, I, I forgot about that. And just get and some games you just had no idea what they were about but uh uh, other types of demos here i got too i thought i'd bring up to you uh these weren't really demos but also at the time in stores you know they'd have like a super nintendo or nintendo or genesis set up to play and i played uh, if mom was like all right going to we'll go to walmart to get groceries or to get get clothes or whatever i'm like okay yeah i want to come i just jump right to the electronics department, hope no one was playing the Super Nintendo setup, and I'd play as much Super Mario Kart as I could. <laughs> That's funny that you bring that up, because, I mean, you'd always see the, they'd have like their little display at Walmart or something, you know, and it's like one person can play it. But there was a place in uh, Thief River Falls, it was called the Nintendo Queen. And Nintendo you'd pay, Queen! <laughs> yeah, and you'd pay $10 for an hour, and so parents would literally just drop their kids off, and they had... I don't know, 15 TVs oh, wow. with Nintendos on them and all the games. And so you would pay the $10 or whatever it was for an hour, but you could pick out whatever game you wanted to play. Unofficial babysitter, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> kids love it. Yes, be, I'd be like, I can play any of these games. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, God. I, remember, I think the closest we got to the Grand Force was uh, Tiger Play. I guess before we had GameStop, uh, we had Tiger Play for being like the big used a new game re- game specific retailer and they would have like four to five tvs set up with games and it was like right next to hugo's on like columbia road at the time it was only open for like three or four years i want to say maybe five years but i loved going there and i'm like all right just want to play some stuff i trade games in and oh man before that was before it got gnarly with gamestop and got all corporate and all that but uh i couldn't imagine being an employee over at that nintendo queen and like every kid that comes over you're like you got to grab the cartridge and oh gosh yeah um and then too i kind of wanted to give a shout out to i don't remember like playstation did more of these they called do you remember the playstation underground yes it was like it's pretty much like a video game magazine but on a on a playstation one or two game disc and and it would be that that's how it was they would promote it it was they would have video segments uh, like interviews with developers or like little code sections where they had the latest codes they do a video segment on or like a pro tips here to get past these certain levels yep. and they they would have downloadable game saves so oh we got all the unlocks and twisted metal here's a game save you're good to go and then they would also have like several demos on there and then some of them would be with the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 era, they evolved where they got to be like two or three discs. And they only re- released them, I want to say, like every other month or like quarterly, four times a year. And they were like big events. I knew people that just devoured those PlayStation Underground discs. Did you get a chance to try out many of those? Not too many, no. Yeah, I, I played a few. But... I, I, it, it sounds familiar, but it wasn't a thing for me. And then we got... Uh, 
this only happens like a few times a year. You still get this a little bit, but not too often. It's more like a special occasion. Do you ever remember games? I got a few examples. I'll see if you remember any games that would uh, kind of, if a company wasn't unsure if a game would be a proven commodity, would be an instant success. They, if they, this game company would be happening to be, to be publishing an upcoming highly mark, one of the marquee games of the season uh, that they knew would be an instant seller, they would release. Uh, just a, uh, have a free demo disc of the upcoming game not out yet with for free with the main game. So I got a couple examples of this. I have, uh, uh, for, so Zone of the Enders on PlayStation 2. A lot of people were highly anticipating uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 because the first Metal Gear Solid, absolutely loved it. One of the top five selling PS1 games of all time. And like people were saying so many, and by the time this game was hitting in 2001, the online video game website presence was blown up. This is like right before or after the big video game internet bubble, bubble crash or whatever. But uh, so everyone was hyping up. You got to check out this demo. This demo is awesome. So Konami sold a billion copies, not a billion, but way more copies than they probably anticipated of this Zone of the Enders, this futuristic sci-fi robot shooting game, which it was all right, but but because so many people just wanted to play the demo of Metal Gear Solid 2. Do you, do you have any recollections of that or other examples? Uh, not really, but you do bring up a good point with uh, medical, uh, metal, metal Gear Solid. Um, you're welcome, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. What are you referencing? <laughs> the fact that Metal Gear Solid is the reason that we have Call of Duty. Ah. I mean, Metal Gear, it was... You know, uh, I guess I'm thinking army based game where you have a first person shooter point of view and you want to. So basically, they just took Metal Gear Solid and they made it in a uh, open environment for everybody. That yeah, I mean, there 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 was Counter Strike on PC, but I think Counter Strike came after Metal Metal Gear, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if you want to go way way back, you know, there's the original Metal Gear on original nintendo but that was like a whole different type of game but still stealth based but you know 2d graphics overhead view i mean i guess the playstation one version kind of had that but i always thought i'm a nerd because i read way too much video game history uh, articles online but i believe i want to say the original call of duty was from do you remember the medal of honor games the original medal of honor games no. uh, those were first person shooter military games too from world war ii era that first came out in like kind of like late ps1 era and uh they were big Big successes. Those. Uh, oh no, I do remember that. Yeah. And after the first one or two Medal of Honor games, uh, a bunch of the, the developers split off and they formed a new developer, Infinity Ward, that made those original Call of Duty games. So uh, I kind of see like Medal of Honor being the reason we have the Call of Duty games. But no, that's I never heard that uh, theory for Metal Gear Solid for being responsible for Call of Duty. So yeah, well, I was just thinking off the top of my head. I mean, yeah. I could be totally wrong. But Metal Gear Solid is awesome. Yeah, love Metal Gear Solid. I, I played almost all of them. Love the Metal Gear Solid games. And then finally, um, I guess one last example to bring up. Uh, also, also, a Crackdown, awesome open world game, came with like a Halo 3 beta to play the online multiplayer, but it wouldn't be accessible for like several months later. So in the meantime, people were like, well, I guess I may as well play Crackdown. And all of a sudden, everyone loved Crackdown. Open world cop just... GTA style with superpowers, great stuff. But do you have a favorite or most memorable demo that sold you on a game? Like I've seen so many examples of this from other people. A lot of people reference the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo for being one of the standout demos where you only got two minutes, just one level, but it sold so many copies of the game or fighting games. Do you got anything that came to mind where it sounded like that Resident Evil 2 or, or 1 may have been a good, good one for you? Yeah, it was Resident uh, 1. 
Yep. And I, I do remember Tony Hawk being a big one in that because they'd have them in uh, all those magazines that you could buy in the oh. gas station. That, and I think Pizza Hut did a promotion, too, where they gave, like, a Tony Hawk demo disc with a pizza for a while. Like, yeah. P- like Pizza Hut was getting in on game demo, demo discs. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I mean, because you'd, like, go to the arcade, and you'd have the magazine where you could, you know, get the latest whatever codes. And, yeah, I know it would always have, like, that little disc in the sleeve that came with it. And Tony Hawk was, like, definitely a huge part of that. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. We want to hear what people have to say in the chat. Your favorite game demos or just memories of game demos from over the years, the ones that stood out to you. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say. Make sure to chime in in the live chat on our the GFBS social media channels on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, or just call or text in 701-213-0863. A couple quick noteworthy new releases hitting this week. I'll give a shout-out to my brother. He loves Evil Dead. I was actually just talking to him a little bit before the show, uh, talking about how I was looking into some Evil Dead games. So that new Evil Dead movie hit not too long ago, but... I guess to coincide with that new Evil Dead movie, Rise, uh, they got that Evil Dead game that came out last year. It's like that online uh, combat, a bunch of people online team up to take down a boss type game. Uh, They got Evil Dead the Game, Game of the Year Edition, with a ton of DLC on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, Also, Live a Live or Live Alive, however you pronounce it, a big, uh, they marketed as like a a throwback to 16-bit era RPGs. Got a lot of good reviews when it first hit the Switch. It's now out on PS4, PS5, and PC. Nuclear Blaze, that's kind of like a game, little indie game that's getting some interesting buzz. That's out on Xbox One, Switch, and PS4. And finally, the big standout release this week, uh, we're getting a new Star Wars game, Star Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It's the sequel follow-up to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's like a first-person action game, or not first-person, it's like a third-person action game where they mix in a lot of like the Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne-type mechanics to it where you got to play more and more, a lot of restarts, a lot of big challenge. But it sounds like the early reviews, it's getting like nines and tens almost across the board from these first wave of reviews that are out saying they they nailed the formula the the formula this second time around so big ups to electronic arts for for sounds like they they got it right it's out officially today so i think we're going to do one or two more games here for this retro roulette here so uh see what we got on tap here so i'm ready to go back to it when you are paul you still want to keep it with super nintendo or you want to do nintendo or game boy uh, probably not Game Boy. I don't think that's going to really read well, well on we, a big TV. We did it a, a couple months ago. It, it did all right on the show, it looked like, because they blow it up to the big screen. But we could do old school Nintendo, too. Oh, let's go old school Nintendo. Yeah, all right. Let's see what we got there. And this probably, I think, has the most games available to play from all the six systems out. So we do got a good variety. And when I booted it up before the show, I saw they did add a few more since the last time we booted it up here. But uh, I think just a couple. But uh, So, yeah, we got a ton of stuff. Dig Dug, that, that was a new one <laughs> they added. I know we've done Punch-Out on the show before. I know Raven wants to come on the show and do Super Mario Brothers 3, so we'll probably hold off on that one. Yeah, that's a fun game. Yeah, Super uh, Mar- yeah Just go down. I'll, I'll, when I see something, I'll let you know. All right, so yeah, scrolling through the list here, I'm just mentioning Xevious was another one they added. That's one of the original shooters that got real big success. Blaster Master, Ghosts and Goblins. Hey, there you go, Paul, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> You're just talking about you can show off your Ninja Gaiden skills. I think we've already done that on the show. No, we've, we have not done Ninja Gaiden. I keep a log of all the games we play. We have not done Ninja Gaiden. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have. No, I keep a log for reference. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but maybe we could do that. With the ice oh, original Donkey Kong. There oh, you go. I guess. Keep, let's, let's keep, let's keep yeah, with the Donkey keep, Kong. Keep up the Donkey Kong. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let, let me start things off here. I'm sure I won't. La- oh, or there's t- maybe two... Pl- Oh, no, just just go go for it. There you go. Or is this okay? So, 
No, I think this is a demo. Oh. One sec. All right, so is this me playing? Okay, yep, there we go. So, Paul, early memories of the original Donkey Kong. Arcade. Yep. Totally arcade. I played this on the Atari 2600. This is my, that was my first home version of it, and it, that game looked awful, awful graphics. Where are you going? I'm trying to time my dodge, get my oh, points. Oh, yeah, you got 100 points. Yeah, dodge over these guys. Boom, pro skills, yo. Uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. Lie, I pro, lie. Pro, pro skills. Pros, pros, skills, not all right. Oh gosh, I, I, I got, I got nervous, Paul. I got up high enough. What's, what's funny about this too is that he's actually like stopping you from getting Princess Peach. Yep, that's right. So he's the original Bowser. Yep, yep, the original villain. And you know, Donkey Kong Junior. They switched it up. Mario was a villain in Donkey Kong Junior. He kidnapped uh, Donkey Kong, and and you're playing as Donkey Kong Junior. Oh shoot. I'll get one more try here, and then I'll pass it off to you. How did you like the original? I think they had some cameos of the original Donkey Kong, the Super Mario Brothers movie there. And then no, they, they didn't. Or no, they. I thought they had like a background arcade cabinet. Oh, possibly. I don't, I, I guarantee you, we can go through that movie and dissect oh, it gosh. and find a ton. Of references. Yep. All right, Paul, throw, I'll throw it to you here. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this, yeah, the original, yes, there's an Atari 2600 version of Donkey Kong. It looks awful, but I played a ton of it. Uh, one player game A, you may have to hit the plus button. All right, I think you're good to go there, Paul. Oh. So, how do I jump? Uh, a button. It's not working. A button. Oh, it's, not, it's not me. It's a, this is the computer. Oh, the demo. Oh, you may have to hit start or A again to start it up here. I'll try this one. Yeah, it took I me, don't know how to work. Or let me, you, you deal with that. Let me take a. All right, let me see if this is good. Yep. All right. Yeah, I paused it. I paused it. Hit the plus there. Why, why plus. do you have four start buttons? Yeah, that, Nintendo. <laughs> Come on, Nintendo. All right, so hit the plus button and you'll unpause it and you'll be good to go here. All right, there you go. You, you're in this, Paul. A button oh, to jump. Okay, there we go. And you have to be right under the, la- the ladder to climb it there. Oh, don't worry about it. I got this. So yeah, there's an awesome documentary on Donkey Kong called King of Kong. I highly recommend it. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but I have the DVD. Love that documentary about people competing for the global high score for Donkey Kong. Oh, Paul, watch out. Oh, no. Hey. That, it was a broken ladder. That's dirty pool. Very, yeah. Paul got, Paul got bamboozled. But hey, you got higher. You got up to one higher platform than me. So this is the original arcade. No, no, this is a Nintendo version, which had four stages. And they kind of make a reference to it. Do you, but for this original Donkey Kong, this is the debut of Mario. But he was called in the very first version of the arcade. Hey, nice. You're at the top platform. You're almost at it. Watch out. Watch out. Oh. Oh, nice bonus points. There you go. Jump over. Oh, you got this. You got this. All right, Paul. Boom, 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 boom. You rescued Princess Pauline. All right, give me some peach. No, that's Pauline. Who, yeah, they didn't really debut Peach until, oh, getting the bonus parasol points. Well done. Second stage. Very cool. Oh, a little. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on there, so I just did it. Got squished on that elevator. Well, hey, you're way farther than, than I made it. So, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't know if I could go up there or not. I, I was like, okay. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Gosh, yeah. Did you play a lot of this original Donkey Kong? No. Not a, oh. oh, clearly. <laughs> but but like in our in the arcades back in the day, 
No. No? This was even before my time. This was my brother. Oh, gosh. Original Donkey Kong. Yeah, I played a lot on the Atari. And then I, re- I think I revisited this on a couple other things here. So, uh, oh, wait. Let's bring it back. And I forgot I could just do this, go to game selection. But, yeah, got to the second level. Well done. Heck, yeah, way better than me. Uh, Mario Brothers, I love that old school pro wrestling. Oh, you know, the one that we haven't probably played on here? What's that? Uh, what's the hockey one? Ice hockey. No. Uh, Blades, Blades, of Blades of Steel. Yep, yep. Where you get the fight mode. Unfortunately, Blades of Steel is not on there. Oh, that would be BS. awesome. They got a lot, of, a lot of other classics from Konami. Yeah, they need Blades. And you think they could get that on there, too, because it doesn't have an NHL license. So, but uh, It's probably because it's got fighting. Yeah, yeah, fighting, yeah. Hey, the fighting was so awesome in that, yeah. We do have Tecmo Bowl. That was a classic at the time. Oh, tech, you just go up and down and up and down mm-hmm. and up and down and win? Yep. Yeah, Tecmo Bowl, Pro Wrestling, Mario Brothers, Ice Climbers. Vice, Solomon's Key, huge selection. Mortal, one of the few electronics published, electronic arts published games on Nintendo. It's so cool that uh, the Switch put all these things on there. Shadow of the Ninja, another variant of Ninja Gaiden. Last official Nintendo released game in America, Wario's Woods. Uh, Dr. Mario is a good puzzle game. Blaster Master, that was a lot of fun. Blaster Master, oh, go to Blaster Master. Blaster Master. Oh, yes. Okay. There we go. Now we're talking. I'll throw it to you here. This This game is. Paul's jam. Awesome. So why don't you set up this epic storyline for us? I remember the storyline for this. Do you remember this story? Kids no. Pet, kids' pet I, frog I, gets this, away. Yeah, this is all looking really familiar. Oh, no. The pet frog happens to go to a radioactive container in the kid's backyard. <laughs> why do you have radioactive containers in your backyard, kid? Now the frog's huge and big and goes underground. <laughs> yeah. How about these 8-bit cinematics? <laughs> Oh. God, this brings back memories. The kid, Holy yeah, cow. The this kid, game was awesome. The kid fell into an underground cave, discovered this futuristic Blaster Master vehicle in his backyard. So, yeah. Are you, are you, are you getting goosebumps reliving this, Paul, now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, man. And I love the, the soundtrack for this, too. Just like uh, Donkey Kong Country, this, was, this had a killer soundtrack. God, I totally forgot about this game. God, this was fun. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. This game is a trip. Yeah. But Oh, oh, you're all right. Although I think you are oh, losing Oh, yeah, that's right. Energy. You got to get out of there cuz yeah. Okay, here we go. Instead of lives, they say left. You got one life left. Yeah. And then if I remember, I think there are portions where you can uh uh I forget what that power. Th- this one reminded me a lot of uh, Metroid. Yeah, because yeah, can't you like gain upgrades to your vehicle that gets you to different parts of the levels, like Metroid? Yep. yep. And then I think there's parts of the level too where you get out of your vehicle to navigate certain like underground mm-hmm. caverns or stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this game is a this game was so fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. This original Blastmaster was awesome. They did a few random sequels and other systems that just didn't capture that same success. Uh-oh. No, oh. no, 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 get out. No, 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 It's all right, Paul. You got this. I don't know how you get out of there. Do not go underground, but... Is there anything else you can do? I think it's just two... I, it, it, everything should be two buttons, Yes, right? two yeah. buttons, yeah, yes. two buttons. It's not... Fantastic. Two buttons. You can learn it in seconds. There was like Blaster Master 2, I think, on Game Boy. And then I think there was one on Genesis. Didn't hit the same success. One on, I love the title of the PlayStation 1 version of the game called Blaster Master. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, you can shoot up. Shoot up. The subtitle is called Blasting Again. 
This is uh, basically Moon Patrol on crack. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Moon Patrol. Yeah. That vehicle has the same type of physics to the moon and look to the Moon Patrol vehicle. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping higher now. So the power, the powers are... Uh, Improves your vehicle's capabilities. Higher yep. jump. Higher attack power, probably. Oh. Yep. Oh. Got some evil bombs chasing in there. No idea what the H stands for in the game. That's the thing. All of them have their own... No, no, no! Oh, I think Now you can jump higher. Hey, there you go. Oh. No, get out! Get out! Get out! Ah! (laughs) All good. Oh, well. Hey, at least you blew up that one enemy. You went out. You you went out in a dying blaze of glory there. You want to give her a shot? Yeah, I'll give her her one shot. Yeah, because all those things, like the power increases your power. I think H uh, will do something with, like, I don't know, but... They they all have something, and eventually, like you, get really really cool by the end of the game. Maybe it's like maybe some games. The more you hold A, the higher you jump. If, if you tap, yeah, if you tap it, you quick little yeah. jump. But if you hold it, a little higher jump. Oh. And the thing that was so cool about this was the, the little cinematic scenes in between. Yeah, those little so those were at Ninja Gaiden too. That had uh, that kind of set a new bar for cinematics and games. Those were actually had some mild animation to it because, like in here, it was just like kind of like still shots. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so you're trying not to hit the pits there to get that. Got these evil boulders, but they did three Blaster Master games on. Uh, oh, oh yeah, you're out. I got this, Paul. I got this. Nope. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, uh, yeah, they did three Blaster... I'm going to see one more minute here. Three Blaster Master games on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 called Blaster Master Zero, and they did a trilogy of them. And those are very well regarded about capturing the spirit of the original Blaster Master games and kind of expanded on the gameplay capabilities and mechanics. It sounded like in the right way that the those early sequels I talked about a little before just couldn't pull off so track them down and they're all super cheap now i think like 10 bucks each blaster master zero on xbox one or ps4 or and they're forward compatible too on ps5 and xbox series so all right i'm just gonna try and speed run this i'm probably gonna fail Oop. come on speed run pro Uh-oh. gamer pro gamer there we there go there you go i think i just all right let's go to the next level all right, made it farther than Paul. Success. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a win. No, just kidding. Oh, man. I wonder if I could get to the... Uh... No? Where does this take me? Yeah, that was the thing that was really cool about this game. Is like It would take you to all these different uh, cool worlds. I think... Can you press a button and hop out of your vehicle maybe to go down that ladder? Or maybe a select button? Yep, select button. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> And then you get the little guy that gets thrown around. One second. I'm just oh, going to create this. a save I love point this for game. later. I absolutely love this game. Because, yeah, they, this mixed up the gameplay a bit. I mean, he only I think he gets like a little pee. Oh, uh, God. But what, wouldn't you get to scenes where he would be like really big and you would actually fight people? Yeah. Oh, oh, actual big villains and stuff, not just little. No, no, I mean like, yeah, that, this, yeah. this, yes, exactly. Like, And then, oh, God, this game is so fun. You want you want to try it, Paul? It sounds like you're you're having a memory. No, no, I'm okay. I'm actually enjoying watching you more than playing it because it just it's bringing back so many memories. Can I go up here without him? There we go. Boom! Die! 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 That's yeah. God, this game was so fun. 
Yeah, I remember they they made like novels for this from the Scholastic Newsletter in, in school. Oh, oh no, that's bad. <laughs> Let's go up here. And if you can hear it, oh, it, it, looks like, it makes it I even better. I think this is a boss you were referencing a little earlier. No, this isn't even a boss. It's just like you're just trying to get something. So that's just. Yeah, I don't even think you can kill that. I think you got to go through. Just go through and and get the okay. and get the bricks. Oh no, I don't think I can. Oh. Hopefully it restarts me there. Oh yeah. Oh sweet. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think that you can kill that. Yeah, see it's like nothing is happening. You got to Oh no, no, he's flashing right now. I just had to get closer. Yeah, but it'll just keep flashing. No. Oh, okay. I saw it was like flash. Yep. So okay, I... you got it. Yep. Never mind. I know some of them though. You actually just have to just like get past them and try to go through those blocks. Maybe I got to destroy all these blocks. Oh, like, power-ups. Yes. Heck yeah. Pro gaming tip: Just if you see a block, you can blow up, pro, blow it up, get bonuses. Oh my gosh! Power up mania! Yes. Oh yeah, and let let let's see what your gun looks like when uh, you get oh, back gosh. in your spa- uh, in small space mode here? cruiser, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Oh, I wonder if I just got to go all the way back now. Yep. All right. Let's yeah, see. You just went and got your power ups. Now you got to go back. Not even gonna bother blowing. It's just gonna beeline it. So, oh. oh shoot! Come on. We're just gonna go back to the vehicle there. All right. Booyah! Come on. Let's see what cool stuff awaits us in the vehicle. And let's do this one last time. Save since we just oh did. get get back in the car first. <laughs> oh. Oh, I got pressed. So, uh, select. Oh, whoops. I accidentally did a screenshot. So, what if I hold B, maybe? Well, I would save it maybe. now. That way you're in the car. Oh, yeah. All right. Let me go down here. All right. So, blow this guy up. Oh, yeah. You're you're shooting way faster now. Oh, yeah. Way faster. Maybe a little more powerful. Or if I get out of the vehicle, go in here, maybe? Yep. Oh, yeah, a little more bonus area. You want to give this a shot, Paul? See what's no, like? No, that's all right. I'm, I'm just enjoying watching. All right. Oh, another guy there. Knocked him out. Yes, folks, it happens. Dale sometimes occasionally plays marginally okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't just die right away. I'm Donkey Kong Country. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. No, yeah, I'm with you. This is bring, I, this is another go-to rental in the way back in the day. So, uh, oh man, well, it looks like we're about hour and ten here. Should we wrap it up here? Get to our uh, okay. I'll, I'll play for Paul. Had to step out for a quick sec here. We'll play for just another hot minute or two here. See what more power-ups I can get. Gosh, yeah. Holy crap. These retro games are just hitting the right vibe today. Yeah, Blaster Master Zero. Definitely check it out. If you're going use game store hunting, see Blaster Master 2 or Blaster Master Blasting again. Check them out. Those games are just fun oddities. Or just look up footage on YouTube. Those games were... So, yeah. I don't want to bore everyone blasting all these bricks here looking for power-ups, but we did find a few. So... All right... What was up there in the corner? Is that anything worthwhile to blast? I think these blocks are regenerating. Yep, yep. This is not. I think these blocks are definitely regenerating. 
Oh, I definitely want to get that power pellet, though. I think that's more life. We want more life. So you're on the Pixel Pros. <laughs> What's the first rule, rule of Pixel Pros? Don't suck. All right. Let's get back out of here. Get back to the main level. Man, I so want to play more Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, and Blaster Master. This is... Yeah, thank God for these safe states. You press the L2 and R2 buttons on the Switch controller to, to take advantage of those. Yeah. So I got a bunch more power-ups, Paul, but I think I will create... Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, we didn't load this up. Yeah, this is where you equip your power-ups, I believe, or, mm. or pick your weapon. So maybe hit the select button to... Or start button to... Oh, oh, you messed it up. Oh, what was it? Start. So will you press A? Or B? Or start button? Uh, I would press probably A. I, oh, well, you got to go up. Like, so select it. Yep. A button. Uh, try the select button. Select button. Or maybe you don't have enough points. I don't know. Yeah. Because it says 20, 20. Yeah. Oh, zero. I think I got 20. I just got a ton of power-ups. Select button. Yeah, I think you'd just be able to... Yeah, I'm pressing select to get up there, or I'm pressing start on it, but... Uh, or oh, maybe, wait, 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 wait. Go back really quick. Mm-hmm. It says... Tw- I think that's Sophia how many missiles I have. the third. 20. Norma Ma zero one. What the heck does that mean? Okay. Wait. Yeah, pressing A on it. You think A would select it or? Oh man, I may have to look up a guide to how to select my power ups. I think I'll do that. Yeah, so I'm just pre- I'm just pressing A on it. See if may or if I hold B or maybe if I press. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll save it there. Let me look into it. I was just saying while you stepped out there, Paul. Man, I kind of want to play a lot more Star Fox, Blaster Master, Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. God, this is this this is a good retro roulette session. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I will throw this to the home screen. Get this all tallied up here. So yeah, we'll have more thoughts on that in just a little bit. But we got to make sure to give our last advertiser a shout out, and that's our friends at the River Cinema Fifteen and the Shire Barn Grill, and they are the best place to make your next dinner and a movie destination. Both are located in the mall in East Grand Forks, the River Mall in East Grand Forks. You see some of the footage behind me on the screen. Check out the movie memorabilia laden restaurant, The Shire, and all that movie memorabilia also in the River Cinema itself. They got all kinds of great stuff just to geek out and enjoy movie history in The Shire. You could take, either eat inside or take your meal to go to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature films. Opening today, Big George Foreman. I plan on catching that this weekend. That looks really cool. That looks awesome. Evil Dead Rise is still playing. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant is still playing. You can find the complete showtimes on RiverCinema15.com. Don't forget about their awesome specials. Tuesday, $5 movies all day long, day or night. And for your seniors, five fifty matinees on Wednesday and Thursday. River Cinema 15, they have luxury recliners. You can see those in the video footage behind me also. And also expanded concessions that serve adult beverages. And it's owned and operated by the same company that also runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. Nice little awesome two-theater plex there in Crookston. And for their show times, you can check out morefamilytheaters.com. So, yeah, I will definitely be there this weekend to catch Big George Foreman. But... Uh, Give some GFBS plugs here for shows going on earlier this week where I kind of talked about a couple there with Dirty Thursday. Keith Cumming was on yesterday to talk about uh, the Greenbush Race Park season. So I got to talk to Keith a little bit at the Home of Economy Indoor Racing Showcase at uh, 
I think we had a quick little two-minute interview with him there, and then he was on Dirty Thursday just previewing the season. So, yeah, yeah. So, Great show, by the way. Yeah. It was Really good show. I, I still need to check it out, but I always love Dirty Thursday. That's always always a great show. I'm ready for race season, and yeah, check out our social media channels on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter for all our or Rumble for all our indoor racing show. I think we did like nine mini broadcasts, bunch of interviews, lots of great stuff to catch up with to preview the race season in town here and and, and the region. And then also, we already talked about Fort Sports Highway we had a loaded show with the draft coverage and the playoff coverage for Wild and Timberwolves. Yeah, ton of great shows going on, GFBS. You can find them by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media app or just gfbestsource.com. So, quick takes. Paul, what do you got going on this week here? Video game, weekend-wise, big plans? Oh, God. Uh, what is going on this weekend? The circus. Probably take the circus kids. Circus is in town. Yep. That's right. Take the kids to the circus. Uh, other than that, I mean, now we're finally getting to the point where i can clean up all the dog crap and stuff in my backyard so spring i, guess, cleaning. I yeah. think spring cleaning is coming up in town too for the uh uh put put <laughs> all your no that would be a more of a want want yeah wah. yeah buzz yeah. yeah put all your crap on the curb for the city to pick up uh sucks but has to be done sometimes clean out the house well i'm not worried about that i'm just cleaning up all the dog crap from the <laughs> entire year i'm not looking forward to that but anyway yeah that's that's pretty much about it. I want to go check out that George Foreman movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll be trying to check that out too. Big George Foreman, that looks cool. Um, I want to try and catch up maybe on some playoff, uh, maybe catch the next wild playoff game. I think that's Friday night. That's They're playing late, so I may have a chance to catch that or maybe doing some family stuff too here. So, uh, But video game-wise, I did revisit Tetris Effect uh last weekend and that was actually pretty cool because they made it more accessible you had to do a lot of stuff to unlock it but they to coincide with that tetris movie that released on uh apple tv plus they made uh these skins or these levels uh they have so many levels you can lock in the game but they have like an original modern day take on the original game boy version of tetris so i it's and they just call it 1989 mode because that was the year the first tetris came out on game boy and they also got 1984 mode which was like the very first computer version of tetris with these very very kitschy looking computer visuals from 1984 computers and it just and then like they turned the sound effects into like kind of this weird mashup of music by the way you rotate the pieces they make it all dynamic so the more you rotate and drop pieces and clear lines it sounds like its own little custom music track for both modes and yeah and the way they kind of modernize the old school game boy music too it's awesome love tetris effect so those are my quick takes but unless you got anything else paul i'm ready to wrap things up here are you yeah i guess so um i'll be missing from the camera here for in just a second so i can go over there i will in that case i will say many thanks to producer paul (laughs) yo 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 and with that, we want to give many thanks again to today's sponsors, Rivers Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill, Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, and Northwest Tire. We'll also want to make sure to give a shout-out and our very best wishes still to Katie this week. You rock. Also, give a special thanks to all of you tuning in and having us part of your day. It's always a nice, fun party here. Many thanks to everyone in the chat hanging out with us. Uh, make sure to stay tuned tonight on GFBS for Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema tonight at 9. Pro tip, I heard he has a new co-host that is like something you would not believe it until you see it. He's going to be talking about the first two Saw movies tonight. Until then, we will see you all next week. Have a safe weekend. Goodbye.